0: people keep saying i just can't wait to get back to normal i can't wait to get things back the way they were those are all survivalists they are not thriving if you're regularly searching for a way to see the future visionizing creating a different plan forward being creative-minded that's somebody that's thriving
1: this is the fm evolution podcast Brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another show, and we are excited to have Jim Robinson on again for our leadership series. We're going to be talking about the cure which is not the bandicure. we gonna be talking about the acronym and what that means. It's a great leadership tool and especially that was relevant now during the pandemic. And of course, during everything else that we're going through right now. Um, so stay tuned. You're not gonna to wanna to miss this, but before that, here's a word from our sponsor.
1: Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today.
2: Welcome to and Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black, and I'm continuing our leadership series with Jim Robinson. Yay, the crowd
0: goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, sir. How are you doing today? Outstanding. It's almost Friday. It is almost Friday. ready to get a lot of more work done. That's, That's right. That's a freaking cool thing. So, work through the weekend. Got to work the weekend. <laughs> Got stuff to do.
2: So, we're uh, continuing our leadership series, and today uh, we're going to be talking about food for thought that you brought up. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it was really interesting considering the time that we're living in right now with the pandemic and everything else that's going on.
0: Uh, we've got The Cure. Yeah, The Cure. Not the band, but the actual cure. That's right. <laughs> the cure. The actual, yeah, that's right. The simplest cure is get off social media and you'll find The Cure. But other than that, there is another option. There is another option. So Cure is a
2: good uh, memory tool, right? It's a good management tool, uh, and it stands for... Curiosity.
0: Curiosity. Understanding.
2: Recover and engage. The C-U-R-E. So I thought it was really
0: appropriate right now because we're in a pandemic that we're looking for a cure. Yeah, we're definitely looking for societal cures at very, very different levels in 2020. And they say, could you hit the reset button and go straight to 2021? No. There's a great opportunity to learn. There's a great opportunity to change. There's a great opportunity to find some cures uh, in 2020. We don't get these kind of things so we can blow them off. We get these kind of things so we can learn, create change, evolve, all of those amazing things, even though they don't seem so amazing in the moment. So I think it's really important that we do look for the cure. I thought we could kind of go through maybe
2: um, as in our leadership role, how we can use the cure. Um, and and helping to lead other people
0: yeah well if you break that down right the the curiosity the c part of that is we as leaders we as thought forward-thinking people i'm thought provoked uh, we need to raise our level of curiosity and that's really really important is because we think we understand we don't And we need to raise our level of curiosity, and to do that, you have to ask more questions. You need to find out what is truly going on uh, from the other person's perspective, not your interpretation, but from their perspective. So the C, raise the C, curiosity, ask a lot more questions. You're going to get a lot more answers. You're going to grow. You're going to learn. You're going to find opportunities. And people will evolve as a result of that. So raise your curiosity. Ask a lot more questions. Very important. It's critical for a leader. You have to be curious. You know, we talked
2: about this. Like, the whole reason you got into business is because you have this curiosity level to fix things,
0: you know? Curiosity in, in our space, right? The facility service space is my curiosity is, is why did it break? Why did it leak? What You know, why? I always ask those more questions. One thing you never ask an employee is why did they fail? Why? But you always ask why about the circumstances as to what you're working on or working with. And if it's a if it's a situation, you have to ask a lot more questions. Sometimes the why is why is it leaking? Why did the electrical short out? Why did the fire start? Why did the flood happen? Gives you some great insight, and we learn every time. I've been doing my business for 35 years. And I still learn new things every day because we have high levels of curiosity and we ask more questions. Very important. So next step in that is understanding. Understanding. Here comes the hardest part. right? (laughs) Look at society right now. There's not much understanding going on. And it depends on what side of the fence you're on or what your perspective of life is. But you may not be in an understanding way. We need to seek to understand the other side. That means go out of your way. To understand the other side, understand their perspective, what their beliefs or their systems are and what they're thinking. Uh, get their perspective. Ask them more questions. There's that piece again. Yeah. Continue to ask more questions. It is to seek to understand the other perspective, the other side, the reason, the, the why did something fail, why is something going to fail. You need to understand those things because that is part of finding the cure. What do you think is the best process that you go through to
2: kind of get that understanding for you personally?
0: Uh, openness. Mm. You have to be open to be able to see the other side. You have to be able to change your perspective. In some some cases, you have to have, uh, we all have limiting beliefs. Uh, so you have to expand your belief system. I call it a belief system. It's, you, you know, what we learned from zero to six years old formed our blueprint, our life perspective, our belief system for the rest of our life. But if we can remain open, we can shift that belief system. We can open it up to see or feel other perspectives, values, um, and just a a different sense of understanding. I think that's really important. So asking more questions always helps that. uh, But you have to remain open. You have to remain open and supportive of others. So from there, we got to recover. You got to recover. So in this case, like the cure, the R part of that, recover. Just take the time to process what you just learned. So you ask all these questions, you get all this data. Now you need to go kind of decompress. What did I just learn? And as you go through that, we call that to recover. It's the R, it's the acronym. Uh, and it's uh, it's a time to process basically. It's what you heard, what you read, what you now understand uh, is now you're going to adjust your attitude. And that recover time is literally process and adjust, process and adjust. Very, very important. And do you need to adjust back into the what you were thinking? Do you need to adjust out? Do you need to adjust up? Do you need to adjust down laterally, Mm. unilaterally? You really have to make some decisions. But the recovery time, is it could be alone time. It could be a group time. But uh, the recovery time is really critical to process everything you just learned. What's your favorite way of doing this? What's for you? Uh, I like alone time. Loud music sometimes is a great way to change my state and get me to focus. I like to meditate. I can open mind, uh, process what I've learned or read. Uh, It helps me understand very different perspectives if I spend time meditating. And I can do that for 20, 30 minutes sometimes now. Um, And I really really have a vision of different perspectives when I do that. Uh, It calms my mind. My mind's going very fast all the time. Mm-hmm. So it it calms it. It helps. And I it literally is a recovery process for me because now I'm processing the data. And I'm adjusting my attitude so I can come back out and adjust and make different or better decisions.
2: I think meditation is an uh, amazing practice. I, I, I think it's really becoming more widely done now uh, compared to what it was. Uh, the stigma about, oh, you're meditating. I've had some profound moments m- meditating and just being able to recover yeah you know and learn from that
0: yeah yeah meditation of course is uh it's widely practiced now it used to be kind of ooh that's weird um but hmm. now it's kind of the opposite ooh that's weird what do you mean you don't meditate yeah <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> well, how, how do you find peace yeah uh, especially in today's you know time uh, societal and everything coming at us from social platforms and how fast things uh, change in society from what it was to what is being told is very, very different. We need a little process to be able to recover from that. Uh, meditation is a great way to do that. So in the in the cure process, recover time, very important. Uh, and I can find some peace, calm my mind through meditation. I think probably the next and probably the most important part of this is the engage, right? Because this is the, this is the action step. It's game time. It's game time. So it's uh, helping other people win is the, is the biggest portion of this. Uh, engaging, that means you're actually sitting down, standing up, whatever that takes. But you're engaging. You're having dialogue about what you won. You just, you just learned all the way through here. You're getting more questions answered. You have all of this. Now you're engaging for a solution. Uh, society needs to figure this out right now. They need to be engaged at a very different level to come to some conclusions as to what that plan forward looks like. Mm -hmm. Without a plan forward, there is no plan. There is no plan, and pandemonium, chaos, frustration, anger, hatred will continue to be alive on social platforms. Uh, We need to engage each other to develop the plan, define steps one, two, three, four, five, and that will provide a cure so, everybody can kind of march with a plan. Don't know what that looks like. I don't see any leaders showing up. I don't see anybody coming up with a plan for society. Uh, the folks that are so disgruntled right now, there is zero planning right now. Mm. Um, so, from any side that's out there. Um, and then, of course, you have the people that are doing all the violence and all of that. And that well, I that think that's part of it, the right? Message. They're not filling a plan. They have zero planning. Yeah. Uh, people don't say, geez, I'm going to go burn a building down. They show up, and then without the plan, they actually end up, by by pack mentality, end up burning something down. I I can almost guarantee you the majority of these folks get up the next day, and they're like, what the hell did what I happened? just do? What just happened? What just happened? And remorse may set in for a few of them that have high levels of conscious consciousness, but uh, engaging each other right now at a very... Uh, Different levels, really, really important. And it's not just today. It was in 2019, 2018. I've been in business 35 years. I think engaging is the imperative part. Engaging clients to better understand what their needs are. Uh, Being able to put a plan together. So that means writing things out and clearly defining what the plan is. So you have to do that through engaging. And then when you're engaging, making sure that you're setting others up to win. This is the this is the biggest crux of the cure is finding the win, right? It's setting people up so the other side feels as though they're winning. If the other side is winning, you are also winning. Yeah. Most people go into the survival mode and they're all about me, 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 me and they are what am I going to do to destroy them, make them really wrong so I can feel better about me. And that is uh completely wrong uh, approach to getting things done is how can you set the others up to win? You have to do this in your teams. You have to do this in business. You have to do this in your relationships. You have to do this with your neighbors. You have to do this in everything. And society is no different. Yeah. Because society is all of that combined. It's your neighbor. It's your family. And it's your teams. That's who is society. So you got to find a way to set them up so everybody is winning, but they need to win first and you will win second, and you'll win big. I think we need some strong leadership right now. We need strong leadership. We talked about this during the COVID, when COVID was first breaking out and we were having issues. We talked about COVID, and I said that leaders will start to evolve. We're starting to see some of the leadership show up. The strong are getting stronger, and the ones that were silent are starting to speak up. So leaders are starting to show up. We need a Martin Luther King to show up today. Yeah, we sure do. And we don't have that. It's not out there yet. I haven't seen a single source of that, uh, but we need a we need Martin Luther King to show up today. Somebody that's following in his nonviolent, very lawful approach to making massive change—that's true leadership, not some of the things we're witnessing today. He had a clear, clearly defined plan, and he was a hell of a leader, and he made massive, massive change. That's what we need today.
2: I agree. You actually, there, this reminds me of another piece, uh, another food for thought you wrote, which was uh, desires are surviving. It was really centered around, are you surviving or, or are you thriving? And in a situation we're in right now, you got to make a choice. And I think I'm, I'm not sure what people are doing out there right now. It feels like they're just trying to survive and get by, but they certainly have the opportunity to thrive in the situation they're in.
0: Yeah, thriving is a difference of one. Are you surviving? Surviving is usually using a rearview mirror. Yeah, and surviving means that I I want the my old normal back. You hear those phrase phraseology? Uh, People keep saying, "I just can't wait to get back to normal." I can't get wait to get things back the way they were. Those are all survivalists. They are not thriving thriving is taking things on a regular basis that are regularly coming at us and we do this no matter if it's a pandemic if it's a chaos and writing. if you're regularly searching for a way to see the future visionizing having a, being a visionary creating a different plan forward being creative minded that's somebody that's thriving yeah and that's really really important we need that more today than than ever and uh, people tend to crawl in a hole and people stuck in their houses they lost their way. They lost their way for creativity. They shut down mentally. Instead of reading more, exercising more, which you see a little bit of, but it's the time to thrive. It's to come out of the box. If you've been in that shell forever is I I come into meetings every, every week, every day, some kind of a conference of some sort, but I I never stopped forward thinking things were chaotic and I would see them for what they were. I didn't go back saying, "I, I want to get back to normal my normal is, is change. It's change every day for next week, for next year. Today's no different. I'm still looking for the future. I'm looking for what are we changing? How are we making things better? How can we modify things to serve others better? And that's, that's the thriving part. It's not surviving. We, we're in an
2: exciting time right now. I mean, it's, it's, It's not, I don't think what everyone would want it to be like, but there is going to, it offers a lot of opportunities for people to make some shifts in their lives. And you actually wrote on there, um, surviving makes everyone, uh, or makes everything someone else's responsibility and thriving is about planning, focus, and initiative to serve others while accomplishing your dreams and desires. Yeah. And the more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. I thought it was awesome.
0: Yeah, it, that's a great piece, actually. Kudos! I slapped myself on the back for that one. <laughs> but good job, Jeff. It's uh, uh. It, it, it's exactly what it is. It's usually when you're in a survival mode, right? If you read Doctor Gray's Spiral Dynamics, you, you can kind of learn from that. But yeah, survival mode is really always blaming. It's always blaming. It's trying to figure out how wrong can somebody else be in their decision, in their thought process, in their effort. How wrong do you want them to be? Uh, if you're in a thriving mentality, you're not trying to find blame. You are accepting blame. You're taking full responsibility. The other day we talked about you have to inhale so others can exhale. Mm. And inhaling all the problems, that means take them on. Take on the responsibilities. Just say, sorry. This one's mine. I own this. Whether or not you do or not is irrelevant. It has zero to do with the price of beans in China. It's literally, <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that, uh, little catchphrase there, but it's it's so important that, one, that you don't get stuck in a thriving mode. Right now, you can see the people that are in the survival mode. The folks that are out there and they're being stuck in that thrive mode, I mean the the, uh, survival mode, is really, uh, they're blaming everybody else for the problems. The thrivers of the world are the ones stepping up, making speeches, talking about things, talking about shifts and changes and desires. And if you express that enough, and if you're a strong enough leader, people are going to jump in and follow you if it makes sense. And if it serves the greater good, the natural uh, course there will people will follow. Martin Luther King, when he showed up with a leadership mentality, he was serving the greater good. Yeah, Thousands and thousands got behind in supported of that push. That hasn't shown up yet. So we don't have a lot of thrivers and leaders in, in society. We have a lot of survivalists. And those survivalists are blaming everybody for the problem. Versus taking full responsibility for the issues. Everyone needs to take a responsibility look, make change, lead, and shift. Thrive. So
2: wrap up with our leader series. I wanted to catch up with you on your reading. What are you reading right now, buddy?
0: Uh, E-Myth. That's nice. the latest book. Uh, it's a fun book. Just read that thing. If you have an entrepreneurial bone in your body, read the E-Myth. And uh, it's kind of fun. It's uh, I listen to it on Audible right now, and uh, it's almost comical to listen yeah. to it. They kind of some of their phraseology, some of the things they talk about is uh, it's I don't know. It's a great entertaining book. I liked it too. It's uh, some sometimes I read some pretty intense leadership stuff and psychology around leadership. Uh, but eMath, just read it. It's a quick read. It's like four, five, six hours something like that. Yeah, uh, but it's exciting. It talks about going from uh, being the doer to the beer right? Being somebody stronger, more productive. uh, And it talks about entrepreneur. That's the E part the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, Do you have it? Do you not have it? Is it in you? Do you have the staying power? Does your cortisol levels go through the roof when things get a little bit challenging? Mine go down. So it's kind of funny, and I've been doing lots of blood tests lately. But <laughs> uh, cortisol levels have been dropping, and um, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. But you can check that and see if see if you're a stress guy and can handle the load.
2: I have ad- I've read it. It's a great book. If uh, anyone's out there, you should definitely add it to their list. It so it's really good. Fun book. So recap. So as leaders, we need to be curious. Hundred percent curious. We need to really take the time to understand. What's going on in the situation and the people we work with.
0: If you don't understand or take the time, you are not a leader, forget it. Learn how to follow better. Recover. So, take the time to think things through. Process. Take a minute. Recon. You know, Reconvene. Feed your mind, body, and soul. Be ready to go. Recovery is imperative, and you won't thrive without the recovery time.
2: And then finally— you got to get engaged. You got
0: engage. to engage. And you got to do that in a peaceful, peaceful, lawful way. That's right. As of today. But uh, engaging and uh, uh, challenging people are really important. You get the rolling eyes. I always say that's the greatest gift to me when I see rolling eyes in the crowd. <laughs> that means I'm thinking different and they're uncomfortable. So uh, engage people. We need to be doing that at high levels right now. But engage. Awesome man! Well, thank you for joining us on the
2: podcast. I always enjoy having you on. We got some great content coming up uh, from you, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.
0: Yeah, follow the leadership series. Follow FM Evolution, Sean Black, and uh, thanks to you for all the support. I'm grateful, grateful to be here. Thank you, buddy.